I uh, almost forgot to ask you, what happened at the funeral? Now, did you talk to Alec Berg? Yes, yeah. I saw him. All right, so he's going to give you the hockey tickets, huh? Uh, not exactly. He's mad, isn't he? See, I knew it. Huh? I don't know if he's mad. All right, so what happened when you saw him? Well, I didn't really get a good hello, but see, I was at a funeral. Uh-huh. See, so I don't know if I got a funeral hello or he was mad because he didn't get his day after thank you. See, I told you, Jerry, I told you. Well, what do you want me to do? I want you to get on this phone and give him his thank you. No. No, I can't. Jerry, this is the way society functions. Aren't you a part of society? Because if you don't want to be a part of society, Jerry, why don't you just get in your car and move to the east side? <laughs> Look, we got five hours before the game. I am betting it was a funeral hello. Jerry, he knows we're here, he knows the number, he knows we want to go. There's plenty of time for him to call and give us the tickets. You stubborn, stupid, silly man! <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Cannabis Sativa. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at iamcannabisativa at gmail.com. Feel free to also hit me up on Instagram at iamcannabisativa, 1S. Also check out our website at iamcannabisativa.com. On this website, we have blog posts, links to the archives of our podcast, and other videos from cannabis experts from many walks of the field. You can also find and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Anchor, Anchor FM, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and the Google Play Music Store. Today's episode is going to delve into what chronic pain is and what different and what the different types of chronic pain are. I'm also going to give my take on the anti-drug movie Big Jim McLean starring John Wayne. We are also going to wrap up the episode with a chronic pain strain discussion and a can of smoothie recipe which will be a nice change of pace from our previous two recipes. Without further ado, let's talk about chronic pain. What is chronic pain? Chronic pain is pain that signifies to the body that something is amiss. It is pain lasting for weeks, months, or even years after an injury. Doctors define it as pain lasting for over three to six months at a time. Pain comes from messages that go through your nervous system. When one gets hurt at many parts of the body, the injury arouses pain sensors within that area. The pain sensors then send a message via electric signal which travels to your nerves until it reaches your brain. The brain processes the signal and sends it and sends out the message of being in pain. Signals tend to stop once the pain has been resolved and the body repairs itself itself or the wound in the body or torn muscle. But with chronic pain, the nerve signals continually fire long after someone has, has been healed. Tens, of, tens to hundreds of millions of people suffer chronic pain throughout the world. 
Now I'm going to go and pass over the mic to over to a YouTuber and doctor who can articulate this even more in depth than I can. This doctor is Dr. Jonathan Kuttner. This this video I am going to enclose goes over the three types of chronic pain and these three types are reactive, hotline and autonomic. Enjoy. Hi everyone, my name is Dr. Jonathan Kuttner. I'm going to describe something which is really fascinating and this is for people who are in chronic pain. Um, there are actually in essence are three types of chronic pain. Uh, they subtypes and they present in very particular ways. Some people may be all of one type or some people may have a mixture but there always tends to be one predominant type. Understanding about these ways, the way that chronic pain can present, firstly gives you incredible power because before you understand why these things occur, you're just a victim. And what happens is that uh, all these, and they're sometimes weird, weird sensations and strange things happen. They are so strange, you're suffering, and the actual oddity does your head in. So that's what I want you to understand, is the three subtypes of chronic pain. And once you have that, then, then knowledge is power. Okay, so the first type is called hotline. The second type is called reactive and the third type is called autonomic. The, we'll look firstly at the first type, which is hotline. And hotline is describing what actually happens. Your pain system creates a hotline all the way down from the area where there's pain all the way up to your brain. So a hotline means essentially that all messages passed along this particular part of your pain system are amplified. Now the amplification occurs not in your periphery, so it's not in your body at all. Your body is doing its job, it sends a message, that message reaches your spinal cord and where the peripheral nervous system joins the central nervous system at that point of join, one nerve talks to another and at that point there is, it's called a nerve synapse, there is a little messenger substance, a transmitter, which goes from one nerve to the other, and on the other side there is an amplifier, which is a type of receptor. It picks the message up, amplifies it, and now the message that comes up to your brain is a hotline message. Now the key to this type of pain is that the amplifier not only can make the pain message bigger, in other words, create pain, but it can also distort. So you can have from a nothing happening in your body, you can have pain that stabs or pain that throbs or pain that tears or rips or there's all different types of pain. And the other thing that happens is that the amplifier can just turn on and off. And this is the supremely frustrating. So people who have hotline pain, 
one day or one week or one month will have terrible pain in one part of their body which is of a particular kind which may suddenly get worse and suddenly get better and then one day they wake up and that's gone but there's this horrible pain somewhere else so it shifts and it moves in ways that are completely you, you cannot work out it's like there's a little sprite running up and down your pain system and and this is an evil sprite uh, this is because it turns up and turns down these amplifiers. So that is hotline pain. Very, very difficult to cope with. But once you understand that the pain you feel may not be equal to damage, once you understand that, that actually gives you a tremendous amount of power to start to influence this pain and to turn it down. The second kind of pain is reactive. Now, reactive pain, the people who have it, they actually think it makes sense. The hotline doesn't make sense. But this, this kind of pain, it does make sense. And the reason is that your pain turns on at particular times. It may occur when you're sitting down. It may occur when you're walking. It may occur when you're sleeping, and so on. There are very particular times where your pain turns on. And you think... Ah, yes, that makes perfect sense. I, or I know exactly, my, I know that sitting makes my pain worse. However, the interesting thing is that people who have exactly the same, seemingly the same problem, say in their spine or in their shoulder or in their neck, they get pain at completely different times. So, this is a puzzle. So, for one person, they have terrible pain when they sleep. This, the next person who has the same picture of MRI and, of their cell of their spine will be fine. They'll sleep the night through, but their pain will come on sometime during the day, and so on and so on and so on. So, actually, even though you think you understand what's going on, your reactive pain is not at all sensible. It has occurred because of a fascinating process, and this process occurs inside you and the process is one which ties your pain to a particular action or a particular time and it's completely individual for each person and understanding that brings you gives you tremendous power to be able to influence it so reactive pain isn't what it seems it seems to be sensible but actually it's not, and it's occurring because of an, a hidden underlying process, which you need to learn about. So that's the second kind of pain. The third type of pain is autonomic pain. Now, what happens with people with autonomic pain is that they have pain, plus they have a whole lot of other symptoms. And all of these symptoms, they don't have to have them all, but each of these added symptoms are incredibly uncomfortable. So you may have a, a racing heart or you may find your temperature sw swings wildly when other people are freezing cold you're hot and vice versa you may find that when you stand up you're dizzy you may have irritable bowel irritable bladder so there are all these extremely distressing symptoms and you don't really realize that they are actually part of your pain problem and the reason for this is that when you feel pain, 
it influences your fight and flight response inside your brain. So therefore, recognizing the tie between them, again, gives you power. It gives you, firstly, you're no longer a victim, because you realize, ah, yes, my irritable bowel and my pain are joined together. But once you understand that, you can then learn techniques to break the link and to actually get your life back. So these are the three types of chronic pain. Hotline, reactive, and autonomic. And understanding about them will make all the difference to your life. You will then have skills, you will learn skills in which you can, which you can apply. And a lot of these are in fact mind-body skills. Because much of pain a lot of chronic pain, you think it's in your body, but it's not. It's a process in your pain system, and your pain system is driven by your mind. Thank you. This is your Red State Cannabis News Roundup for the week of August 25th. According to the Cincinnati Inquirer, the city of Norwood in Ohio is looking to reduce penalties for low-level possession. Amy Wolfenbarger is pushing for this largely because of the horrible consequences of prosecution for low-level possession. Quote, prosecution for some of these low-level charges may result in a college student losing their financial aid, for example, Wolfenbarger said. What we found in cities that have this decriminalization Officers are not arresting and charging people with these low-level crimes and can divert more money and resources to more violent crimes, quote. However, passage of this city ballot question, according to police chief William Kramer, will prevent or preclude his department from not charging people for low-level possession. Cannabis still remains illegal under federal and state law and police can still charge people with misdemeanors for marijuana possession, even if this ballot initiative pushes to eliminate fines and jail time. Kramer has said, quote, this ballot issue deals with Norwood's codified ordinance and does, doesn't have anything to do with state law, Kramer said. We really wouldn't change how we do things. We would simply, from the very beginning, cha charge them under state code, quote. Kramer also acknowledged that the city will forego fines for cannabis possession if local police use state code to charge people. Wolfenbarger has called Kramer's insistence on continuing to charge people unconscionable, quote. With legalization sweeping the nation the way that it is, I just don't think it's appropriate, she said. I feel like you would be just looking your constituents in the face and saying, we don't care how you feel about this issue. According to Leafly, to a Leafly article, autism is, is a qualifying condition for medical cannabis in a few states, but that won't be the case for the time being in Arizona. An administrative law judge in Arizona has upheld the Arizona Department of Health Services denial of a petition to add autism to a list of qualifying conditions covered under Arizona's Medical Marijuana Act. This petition to add autism spectrum disorders to the listed, listed qualifying conditions, 
the judge ruled, quote, failed to provide evidence that use of marijuana will provide therapeutic or palliative, palliative benefit to individuals suffering from autism spectrum disorders. The key determining factor, Judge Velva Moses Thompson wrote in her opinion, was lack of peer-reviewed article that was published in a scientific journal. Quote, this puts parents and children on the spectrum in a tough situation. They can continue to use medical marijuana and risk prosecution, arrest, or loss of custody of their children, or they can turn back to legal and potentially ineffective pharmaceuticals with harsh side effects. Next one, the next story from, P, from PA.gov. More than 60,000 patients in Pennsylvania have registered to take part in the medical marijuana program. Nearly 38,000 of these 60,000 people have received their identification cards and can patron at the over 30 dispensaries that are located within the state. Over 1,200 physicians have been registered for the program. Over 70, over 750 have been approved as practitioners. And the last story from KenoshaNews.com. Kenosha County, Wisconsin voters will have a say this November to whether Wisconsin should allow medical marijuana to be legalized. On August 21st, the county board voted 13 to 8 to place this question on the November 6th ballot in the form of an advisory referendum. The question will read on the ballot as follows, quote, Should the state of Wisconsin allow individuals with debilitating medical conditions to use and safely access marijuana for medical purposes? If those individuals have a written recommendation from a licensed Wisconsin physician, quote, County Supervisor Al Andy Berg, no relation to Alec Berg of Seinfeld fame, cited the opioid crisis in the state when introducing the resolution saying that the state has seen over 800 deaths this past year alone. He also cited studies that promoted the medical benefits of medical marijuana and encouraged the board to let his county citizens vote on the question and hopefully influence the Wisconsin state legislature to act on this issue. This wraps up the Red State Cannabis News Roundup. Stay tuned next week for additional updates in Red State Cannabis Reform. So as promised, I watched the um, movie uh, Big John McClane with um, John Wayne star being the star of that movie. And um, apparently the joke was on me being that um, the the American version of the movie that, that was released in 1952 was about John Wayne and, and, and co going after communist and anti-American activities. But, um, the, the international version or the European version of the movie actually had him going after, after marijuana dealers and illicit drug dealers. But, um, the American version, I mean, I was pretty disappointed. I just, I just watched that for an hour and a half and it wasn't him going after anti-drug people, but he was going after 
the uh, the anti the the communists. So again, again joke was on me. I, I just sat sat watching this for one hour and a half, looking for something to materialize, which didn't. But I guess I got punked in a sense. We're we're gonna go to the intermission, and then we're gonna talk about strains and.
So now let's talk about our strains and our recipe. So I found this pretty helpful article from Leafly. This article is about some great strains that are good for treating conditions like pain and chronic pain. This article was written by Bailey Ran, or Rain. Okay, so the, the article is called, What are the best cannabis strains for pain? All right. So one of the most common applications for medical marijuana is pain, whether it's inflammation, headaches, neuropathic pain, muscle soreness, spinal injury, fibromyalgia, or cramps. This guide is informed by both user-submitted strain reviews, chemical profile data, as certain cannabinoids and terpenes are known to have areas of specialization such as pain. Because every person's experience is so nuanced, we recommend sampling several of these strains or maybe even experimenting with them in different forms, such as topicals, oils, or even transdermal patches. Smoking and vaporizing are great ways to get marijuana's pain-killing properties quickly. But read up on non-smoking consumption methods and cannabis concentrate alternatives to get a full idea of, of the various options that are available to you. And, try, and also try to remember that there are many adept pain slayers out there in the cannabis world. You can use, you can, you can try various different strains, whether they're high THC, high CBD, or, or, or a little bit of both. So the first strain we'll start off with, or the first strain that's in the article is called ACDC. And this is a hybrid with both THC and CBD. And as a general rule, cannabis strains with high, with high amounts of both THC and CBD tend to make the best pain medicines. And there are plenty of high CBD strains out there offering similar chemical pro 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 profiles such as ACDC. However, unfortunately, high CBD strains are relatively new to the game. And not all patients in all markets or all medical marijuana states have readily ready access to to a huge variety of strains at, at the moment so but but if if you happen to have ones that are higher in thc that offer benefits you should seek out heavy indicas such as ones like blackberry kush which are particularly skilled at killing pain so another one so another 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 strain, a third one, um, cannabis strains that help treat inflammation and arthritis. So cerebrally focused sativa strains aren't typically a first choice for patients treating pain and inflammation, but Harlequin's high CBD content makes it an exception. It is uplifting and clear-headed. And its clear-headed effects set it apart from heavier, more intoxicating options and make it a perfect choice for daytime medicating. And another strain you can consider is, uh, blue, is, is blue Venom. And this strain is also called Berry White, White Berry, or Blue Widow. And it's a prof prol prolific hybrid cross between parent strains Blueberry and White Widow. Leafly user reviews 
praise Blue Widow for his anti-inflammatory qualities, and perhaps the reason for this is Blue Re Widow's rich terpene profile, which can which consists of high levels of caryophylline, or it could be its heavy resin production, which gives way to massive amounts of THC and other beneficial compounds. Browse more strains suitable for inflammation and arthritis. Cannabis strains that can cannabis strains that can help treat headaches and migraines. Purple Arrow hits the target somewhere between heavy pain relief and an uplifting euphoria, making a great choice for headache sufferers needing swift swift relief without couch lock effects typical of indica varieties and another one that's good is a blueberry headband with effects that go straight to the crown of your head blueberry headband lives up to its name delivering focused headache relief and a sweet berry flavor in cannabis strains that can help treat cramps Redwood Kush is one that's helpful for treating cramps. And it is known to offer a woody forest aroma alongside heavy amounts of THC to help ease muscle cramping. Another strain that you should consider is Dynamite. And this is a high THC indica strain that blows pain and cramping out of the water. But be wary, Dynamite is known to incite power of the munchies beast. Browse more strains suitable for cramps. Also, cannabis strains that help manage spinal injury pain. Cataract Kish is a heavy hitting hybrid cross between powerhouse classics like LA Confidential and OG Kish. This strain's potency may not be for the novice consumer, but it is perfect for patients needing a strain that can expertly annihilate pain associated with spinal injury. Descending from some of the earliest indicas of Afghanistan, and I'm going to butcher the pronunciation of this, Mazar I Shar Sharif is, is a relentless painkiller with potency you can see on her heavy blanket of crystal trichromes. Afghani indicas have a reputation for their high cannabinoid contents, so it isn't hard to imagine that many patients have found relief from stubborn pain in, in this particular strain. So I, I hope that all of these help. These, those were a variety of strains that you could now try that will help eliminate many types of pain. And they should prove very helpful for for alleviating chronic pain. You can take many of these strains and buy them in flower form and, and, and make them into edibles that will help you if you're not comfortable with, with uh, smoking flower. Um, we're going we're gonna to segue into our uh, recipe in just one moment. And it's going to be a can of smoothie, which you guys are really going to like. So as promised, here's our um, weed recipe, our weed edible recipe, and it's going to be an infused peanut butter and almond milk smoothie. And this recipe comes from the website thecannabis.com, 
And um, the recipe is by Lori Wolf. So the ingredients you're going to need is um, you're going to start off with you're going to need one banana sliced and frozen. You're going to need eight pitted dates. You're going to need one and a half cups of almond milk, one quarter cup of vanilla yogurt, two tablespoons of peanut butter, two tablespoons of maple syrup divided, one tablespoon of can of oil made with coconut oil, one quarter cup chopped roasted unsalted peanuts, and the instructions to make the recipe. In a blender, thoroughly combine the banana, dates, almond milk, yogurt, peanut butter, one tablespoon of maple syrup, and the can of oil. Place the remaining one tablespoon of maple syrup on a shallow plate. On another plate, place the peanuts. To rim a glass with peanuts, hold the bottom of the glass, dip the rim in the syrup, then r run it through the peanuts. Pour the smoothie into the prepared glass and serve. And, and Lori's um, notes for the recipe, smoothies are, are versatile and they're, and they're a very great treat at any time. For infusing a smoothie, she recommends using canna oil made with coconut oil. And instead of peanut butter, you can substitute with other fruit in its place. Use what's in season or freeze ripe fruit for up to six months. And the recipe that was featured was from her book, Cooking with Cannabis, published by Quarry Books, and it is available through Amazon. So there you have it. That wraps up today's episode of the podcast. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at I am Cannabis Sativa, 1S. Also, check out our website at IamCannabisSativa.com. On this website, we have blog posts, links to the archives of the podcast, and other videos from cannabis experts from many walks of the field. You can, you can find and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Anchor FM, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and the Google Play Store. Be sure to rate and review us on iTunes and, and, and give us some feedback and let us know what you think of the, of the podcast or what you feel that I can do differently or what you would want to be featured in, in, in other podcasts in the future. And, and as always, everybody, stay medicated, my friends. Oh.